Hey, just a quick reminder, there's now a way for you to join our kicking team. It's a way for you to support the podcast, show a little love or appreciation if you'd like to do that, and most importantly, be involved in some exciting new things coming up. We'll be announcing those soon. Visit kicksomeadhd.com slash join today to check it all out. Kicksomeadhd.com slash join. Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. It's that time again, Dana. We get to kick some ADHD, David. I'm so excited. I feel like we're getting like the beginnings of a theme song there, like a little jingle or something. Like oh, a little. What could we do? We could make up a song. Yeah, we could. If you got ADHD, you gotta kick it in the knee. <laughs> well, or, or higher if you want to <laughs> aim higher. I feel like aiming higher. I don't know. But... If ADHD is what you got, you gotta kick it in the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know what you're going to get, folks, at the beginning of an episode of Kick Some ADHD. You never know what you're going to get. So, so Dana, I feel like I might have triggered an ADHD symptom there by just, like, giving you a diversionary tactic. Like, just, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, get... like a squirrel. Yeah. Is that... Oh, hey, look at what we're talking about today. Triggers. Oh, oh, ADHD symptom triggers. Oh, my gosh, David. This is episode number 55, everyone. Tackling ADHD symptom triggers. The double nickel. And now I have that Sammy Hagar song stuck in my head. I can't drive. I don't know. I'm not going to try to sing it because he sings really high. But anyway. I don't know that song. Oh, I can't drive 55? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, of course. Sorry. Of course. (laughs) Should have been clearer about what I meant. But anyway, yes. More more ways to deviate from the the topic. Yes, exactly. Wow. Uh, tackling triggers. I don't know. So should yeah. we put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode or have we already triggered the symptoms? I think we've already triggered a lot of stuff did. for a lot of people. So let's just dig in, shall Sounds we? Yes, so David, with that. this, what we're talking about today is if you've ever noticed that sometimes your ADHD is worse than others, um, it happens to all of us. And what I notice is with clients is that they their ADHD has ups and downs and they may be doing all right for a while. And then they'll come to a call saying, Oh my gosh, everything's horrible. My ADHD is so out of control. Da, 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 I'm a failure. Bah, 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 bah. And so it feels like an ADHD worm has crawled into your brain through your ear and drilled a hole in there and just started making holes in all the stuff you've put together. Isn't that just a lovely, I feel like we're now in an image. alien movie. I, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't know. Yeah, but no, I have this experience though where it's like it fluctuates. I've wondered if I'm on a monthly cycle, honestly. Like you know, actually, like, I think yeah, you probably I think a lot of people are. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and I notice men are as well and it's and I can pretty much peg that. But this is a little bit different. Yeah. This is when so so when the symptoms flare, what we need to do is not get uh, sucked into the drama of, oh, my ADHD is so horrible and I'm never going to be okay and, and yada, 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 and step back and say, okay, what's going on? Right, right. And so it's so it's 
moving from that self-talk that you're a failure and it's hopeless and your life is hopeless to, okay, what's happening? What do I need to do about it? So it's mostly about noticing. And this, I think this echoes back to this conversation we always have about like, it's not about judging what's happening. You're not coming down on yourself with your negative self-talk. We did a whole episode on that. This is about just recognizing, okay, I'm having this happen right now. Let's breathe. Oh, wait. Sorry. Oh, look, he read ahead. I wasn't, I was really not trying to read ahead, but you know, I was feeling very Zen because this is a mindfulness type of technique. And I was like, I'm going to breathe now. And there, there it is. And so much of what I find we have to do to kick our ADHD is it's, it's awareness. It is mindfulness. We, you can't do this work without bringing that in. It's been so hard for me to be mindful without being mad at myself. Yep. You know? And so that's a, that's a discipline. Yikes. It's, it's working though. It's, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Good. Yeah. Good. And, and that's really what we want. This is not something that it's not, you'll flip a switch. It's more like a, a dimmer switch. Well, that's a good way to think of it. Yeah. yeah. It's not off or on. Cool. No, it's not off or on. It's a dimmer switch. And, and we want you to have more and more control over the volume. Well, it's not volume. Whatever. It's the brightness. Yeah, they, you, you don't want to be you. dim. You want to be bright. You want to be bright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what do you do first when you know to, when you get into this swirl that, oh my God, my ADHD is so bad. And, and when you have a, a symptom trigger, something's going on that triggers your symptoms. The first thing you do is you got to get out of that panic mode. Yeah. And that bad self-talk mode and just take a breath. You know, yeah. that we've talked about it before, that that's just calms the nervous system and a good breath is worth oodles, oodles of money. And especially the long exhale. It just does something different. You take a deep breath and then slowly exhale, control it, make noise with it. Like they teach you in yoga. Yeah. 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 And so then you when we go after the breath, you've calmed yourself, then it's this reality check. You know, is there a bump in the road? What in the heck's happening? And that's what we need to figure out, locating the trigger. What's the trigger? And there are very common triggers that we can, we will talk about today that are going to help everybody have a head start on this. Right. And these are, these are unique, right? Like I, I, we may have different, different things that cause our ADHD to spiral out of control. Yeah. So we're talking about a few of the common ones. I don't know how many. Is it five? Did I do five? Yeah. So we're talking about five of them today, but everybody is different. That's one of the most interesting things about ADHD is what you can handle easily might trigger me. Right. However, there are commonalities and and we're going to go over some of those commonalities today. It's helpful because if you're just trying to sit there and go, well, wow, what triggered this? And you're not, you don't have anything to start with, you know? You know, you might not know where to look. Like sometimes it's yeah. not obvious what triggered my ADHD symptoms to go out of control. Like, you know, yeah. nothing different. And, and I took f- my meds, you know, <laughs> what happened? And you may not notice. I find with me, sometimes I don't notice right away. It can take a while to figure it out. Yeah. And well, sometimes I don't even notice my symptoms are out of control. Somebody points it out. It's like, wow, you're really squirreling today. And I'm like, oh, really? I hadn't noticed, you know, but then again, I haven't gotten anything done. So maybe that was a clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah all 
All right, so the first thing we need to do is get out of the panic mode and then think, all right, this is just an ADHD thing, and, and let's see if we can figure out what's going on. Good. I like it. Okay. Yeah, no panic. So, and some examples? Want some okay. examples? Sure, yeah, that'd be um, great. For me, travel is one of those things traveling i love to travel but it's one more thing in an already very robust and rich and full life Mm. and travel can set off a lot of anxiety for me and not going places but the getting ready and having all the all the ducks in a row all the prep and the packing and the stuff i i don't i don't know if it triggers my symptoms i i actually feel like sometimes the anxiety of the the pressure of getting it right and doing the packing and all that It kind of brings me like I wake up and I'm alive. I'm like, wow, we got things to do, you know, but I might not always be pleasant to be around. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's I it it mm. focus. It's focusing, but it's not a good focus. It's an there's focus with an edge, which is not who I choose to be. Right. I don't want to be that with the people in my life. Good good point. Yeah. Right. And then um, also recently I had this conversation with two women on basically on the same day in different situations. And and they were saying how they noticed that May, September and December are really, really hard for them. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. And so we talked about it for a minute and I said, well, of course, school's out. September in May. September, school's going back in. So these are changes in the family routines, in the expectations, in work schedules, juggling everything. And then December is the holidays. I wonder if we've set ourselves up, though, as people that like our brains shut down when school's out and they come back. Like, you know, like summertime is so hard for a lot of people. And I think maybe we trained ourselves as kids, you know? Oh, gosh, yeah. Hey, I don't have to work. I got a couple months off. You know? Oh yeah, I still feel like in summer I, I'm insulted that I have to work. <laughs> uh, I don't wanna. Okay. Me well. no, me no wanna work. Me wanna sit in the hammock and read all those novels on my nightstand. Yeah, summer reading, right? And December is the same way, right? There's so many distractions. There's like stuff to do when you're not in a pandemic. You know, there's things, like, places to. You know, it's like fun, and you want to go have fun and not. Yeah, I can see why. That's an interesting pattern. Yeah, but I and think, actually, for to, for yeah. me, December is not fun because with the holidays comes all these one more things. Mm. One more thing I have to do. One more thing yeah. I have to do. So the stress and, of the know, additional. And right. even though I love the Christmas tree, you know, get it, get the tree, decorate the tree, da 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 da. And even though my family is, they're right in there with me, and it's not me just doing this all myself. It just feels like it's so many one more things. Yeah, I actually really do not enjoy the decoration side of it. I didn't deck. I didn't put a tree up. I did nothing this last December. It was just like it didn't even happen. Yeah, there is no. And anyway, why in the? Okay, I almost said, why in the heck are we talking about Christmas in June? Let's stop that. Yeah, fair enough. So okay, so common ADHD symptom triggers that I've seen. Okay, one I call the sensitivity spike. Oh, um, there's too much stimulation external Ah. stimulation maybe it's too much noise touch visual music this one's typically short term sure but it can still be it can flare a symptom in the moment in the afternoon or in the morning whatever there's like a place that you are it's really yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, going shopping 
is going like to the mall or to Target or something like that is sure. one of those sensitivity spikes for me. It's just, just too much. Too many inputs at all at once. Yeah, too yeah. many inputs. Can't yep. do it. Right. Can't do it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So, you know, so then what we do with that is then you evaluate it a little bit. Okay. What happens to your ADHD when your sensitivity gets spiked? Okay. I get like a deer in the headlight. Oh, okay. And, and, and it's, um, I, I start to just want to get out of there. It's a fight, fight, flight or fight, fight or flight. It's a flight, yeah. a, a flight feature. Yeah, well, actually, the deer in headlights is too. So the the formal yeah. definition of this is getting updated: fight, flight, or freeze. Okay. Right. Yeah, and I just want to flight. Yeah. Flee. Interesting. Yeah, I get. I, so it's rare for me to get overly stimulated in that way from out external inputs because I really thrive on those. But when it happens, and it does happen sometimes, especially if I'm not enjoying whatever the stimuli are, I am not a happy person to be around. Yeah. yeah. I don't get mad. I don't have a temper problem. I just get like, yeah, you know, not, not pleasant. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so there you go. And, and touch can be the same way. If someone's, you know, lovingly rubbing your arm, it's a, uh, would you stop? Right. Um, wearing uncomfortable clothing that tag yeah. the shirt with the tag. Yep. Yeah, all of those kinds of things. And then so or noise. So anyway, it's a sensitivity is spiked. Yeah, and, makes sense. And so then we need to, you know, how do you handle this and how are you aware of it? What do you need to do in the future? So a lot of this is training yourself to manage these situations and then communicating with the people in your world that, hey, um, I can do them all for 45 minutes, but if you're really into a big shopping trip, you probably ought to go with somebody else. Interesting. My daughter recently, we were in a situation like this, and she's like, I'm just going to put my earbuds in. I'm not going to play any music. I'm just going to put them in. And it just lowered the decibel level mm -hmm. coming into her ears, and she just felt a lot better. It's very interesting. That's good. Yeah. Good, good management on her part. Yeah, and yeah. she could still hear the conversation. So she 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 thought of that. I was like, that's actually kind of impressive. I, I, I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, the noise one, when, when my daughter was little, she's, she um, now doesn't do this, but she used to just jabber and constant questions. I used to, when she was little, I said, I feel like I'm living in a game of Jeopardy. Oh boy. That it's just these constant questions. And she's got this wonderful mind. And I, I would have to tell her, honey, I cannot, you can't talk to mommy right now. You just have to, mommy can't have any more conversations now. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. Okay, so so the sensitivity spike, the sensitive uh, external sensitivity. Oh, God, David, help me it happens say sometimes. this. Sometimes sensitivity spike. <laughs> external situations can spike your sensitivity. What in the heck is it with all these alliterations that we've been doing lately? I feel like we're 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 catching on. We're trying to do it now more than ever. But well, I'm not even trying to do it. I know you do it by accident. It's hilarious to watch, actually. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So another thing that will trigger trigger your ADHD symptoms, environmental changes, okay. new job, new office, moving from work to home, home to work. Sure. Um, I mean, uh, office location, pandemic kind of remote working to in office working, a new boss, moving homes, remodeling homes, routines changing, kids home, that May, September, December effect we talked about. You know, 
all, uh, environmental changes like that can absolutely trigger ADHD. That that is this is why like I detest moving. I don't want to move to a new place to live. It it just everything is disrupted because nothing's where it belongs. You know, you could walk through your house in the middle of the night. No, no lights. No, we don't put your contacts or glasses on. You know what I mean? Like you just, yeah. you know, and to, to be in a whole different place where nothing is where it belongs and you're still getting to know it like that just disrupts me in a way that I do not enjoy. That's, that's yeah, I could see it's been a long time since I moved, but I'm going to be doing that soon. So you're doing that soon. You're doing we're that gonna get soon. to try this one out. Yeah. And but now you can try it out with some awareness. Yeah. It's, it's a trigger. Yeah. And instead of saying, oh my gosh, da, 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 it's okay. This is what's going on. And this is what I need to do about it. Yeah. How long some... will it really be a problem? Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe even factor that into other plans. Like, hey, I got to give myself extra buffer right now because of this change. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And a lot of these also, David, it's remembering for the future. Now, hopefully you won't be moving often, but some of them, like the May, September, December effect with the sure. kids around or leaving and holidays, it's it's remembering that. Yeah, absolutely. So so when it hits again, you're not absolutely swamped and has and panicking like you were before. Yeah, absolutely. And and like things like getting a new job, right? Where you're gonna yeah. make a career change or something's gonna be different at work. Um, yeah, which you yeah, pointed I, out already, but yeah. Yeah, I, ha I have a client who he just um, recently got a new job and he was all excited at first and he ended his old job in just this, this, um, this focused, wonderful way. And he started the first week of his new job focused and on fire. And then a couple weeks in, then he started the avoiding. Uh oh. Yeah. And luckily we were working together and we caught it fast and okay, what in the heck's going on? And we dug in and he, he realized he just felt like a fraud because yeah. he was in a new situation and in, in, in a new industry. And, and he felt, I, I don't know this and they're going to find out. I don't know this the when he really does syndrome. know it. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was, that was a trigger for him. Glad you caught that. That's such a, that's, this is useful. Like thinking about this is really, I'm, I'm, you smell smoke again, I'm sure. You see I'm seeing, yeah, you know, we need an emoji for with smoke coming out. There Maybe there is one, an emoji with smoke coming out of the ears. There is, yeah. It's coming out of okay. both ears. Yeah. Okay, good. I have to look that one up. Um, all right, so another thing that can trigger ADHD is too much. Too much going on. Too want That one more thing. Okay. So I think of it like, I don't like this, the straw that broke the camel's back, but that is, you know, what people think of. Sure. So- Lots going on. And remember, we are normally running at verging on overwhelm anyway. Truly. And then one more thing, one more project, one more event, one more trip, one more something can just gets put on top of our normal over lives and we get overwhelmed. You know, I think about this as being sometimes it's, it helps to add more. Like the only way for me to get all these things done is just to add something else. And then and then suddenly I'll kick into gear and be able to manage it all. But, you know, you know like when you go to a restaurant and if they're slow, it takes like if there's no customers, it takes them forever to get your food out. Mm -hmm. But if yeah. it's super busy, they get it out really quickly because they're all <clears throat> focused. I uh, but I, I tend to err on the side of too much. Yeah, you do. And as you know, as you know, <laughs> yes, yes, yes you, everybody you've worked with does. me. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> no, it's, oh, it's all right. We adore you. This is and so. What we do with this, David, is it's aware. Yeah, and we talked about this back a number of months ago in the stimulation something mm-hmm. um, about too much, too little stimulation. So yes, right. this is something that we manage. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes we do need one more thing put on. Yes, sometimes right. it is focusing. However, there's a difference between good, healthy focus and one more thing that has us stressed out. Exactly. And the unhealthy focus, which we're tr- like, yeah. sometimes I'm trying to kick into hyper focus, which is not going to be sustainable anyway. And I don't want that. Right. So if it, so this one is the one that I know is re- I'm really sensitive to. If there's one more thing, if there's too much, then I start to spiral and my ADHD gets out of control. Good to know. Yes. Yeah. So know. know, you know, and what do you need to do? What do you need to let go of? What do you need to renegotiate to decide, okay, I'm just letting that go. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Makes sense. Or yeah. Okay. And also yeah. a, a lot of these, how long is it going to be a problem? Right. If it's short term, you act one way. Right. And then if, if, if you know this is like the new way of life now, this is going to be well, then I have to address that differently. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. example, going on a trip. So I know that sometimes it can be chaos. It's not so bad now that my daughter's grown. But when I was responsible for getting more than me ready for a trip, mm. it I just had to make it to the point where I was sitting in the car or I was on the airplane and then I would be okay. Oh, I see. Right. Now it's done. Now I did all the things. Now and it's whatever done. whatever I forgot, it's it's too late. It's done. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Um, we cannot talk talk about symptom triggers for ADHD without talking about sagging self care. I love the alliteration. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I, this, oh, this is is getting a little sickening, isn't it? So diet, sleep exercise, hydration, um, you know, if you're eating the wrong things, if you're not getting enough sleep, if you're not eating, if you're not drinking any water, those things that we, not exercising, those things that we've talked about numerous times is, those can start to submarine your ability to focus and get stuff done. They sure can. They sure can. And that balance between recreation and like it's not just exercise right i need to give my brain a break like our conversation a few episodes ago right yeah yeah same same thing for sure yeah yeah so i i had um one client recently who he injured his knee and he wasn't able to exercise and his exercise daily exercise routine was what really kept him focused oh wow and that was his self-medication he was medicating with exercise and then when he stopped being able to exercise for a few weeks while he was in physical therapy and getting his knee taken care of, you know what? He was started to, I'm staying in bed too long. Now I'm playing on my phone and I'm getting sliding into my chair right before the Zoom meeting and I'm not planning anymore and da, 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 da. And he was just thinking he was broken. Yeah. Blaming himself. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of okay then we stop and we look dissect it and look at it and say no what's going on is you're not exercising you're exercising is your medication yeah so until you can get that back on again we need to adjust this definitely definitely and if he had other like pt appointments and other things that he was having to work into his schedule then it's also too much oh right? yeah. yeah yeah yes exactly so, so that was it right. was a combination yeah for sure And then the last one, David, is if your medication is out of adjustment. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and that is something you need to work with your doctor about. But if you say, so, you know, your meds just are not working, you're taking them, you've made that decision, you're taking them, and it's not the right medication at the right dose at the right time of day. So your brain isn't working. If it's the dose is too high, you're hyper-focused, you're agitated. If it's too low, you're not getting any benefit out of it. Uh, so those are things to, to, if you are taking medication, stop and think about it. What role is my medication playing in this? I just did this and I can't tell you how wonderful it is to be back on something that's working better for me than the other one was. I'm, it's, it's made all the difference. Yeah, you got yeah. your brain hat on. I kind of do. It feels that way. I don't yeah. Know. It's good. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Good. So we have five areas to check now. When we see that our symptoms are skyrocketing. Did you catch my alliteration mm-hmm. there? Yes. Um, <laughs> we have five, five places to check. The sensitivity spike. Environmental changes. Too much sagging self-care as you mentioned and then the medication so these are, i like this this is good so i i feel like our listeners will have some other you know have you thought about this before dear listener are there things that you know are going to predictably cause your symptoms to go out of whack yeah so what are your triggers right yeah we want to hear from you want to hear yeah. from you because your triggers may help someone else and we may choose to share what you share on our uh, on an upcoming episode somewhere you never know you never yeah, know, never know. We used to talk about having a mailbag, and we need to maybe, you know, do that once in a while I, again. I got an email yesterday. Oh, cool. I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, oh, good stuff. She just said, I listen to your podcast all the time, and I love it. That's so great. We love hearing from you. So you can do that. You can send us an email. You can visit kicksomeadhd.com. In fact, if you'd like to share your trigger, you can do it in a comment on this episode. This is number 55, as Dana pointed out at the top of the show. And so it's kicksomeadhd.com slash 055. And that's where you can leave a comment directly on this episode. You can also hit us up on social media, on Facebook or on Twitter. Just search Kick Some ADHD. And you can now join us. Dana, people can join Yay. our people kicking team. We have a kicking team. A, we have yeah. a kicking team. Become a kicker. Yeah. You can, you can do a little flick kick, which is like a one-time thing. Or you can do a drop kick, which is a monthly thing. And it's a way for you to support the show. We're excited. We're going to grow. We've got some yeah. big, we've got some exciting plans. We have some big, yeah. exciting plans. And what we want to do is help more people with ADHD. Exactly. And to do that, we're looking for help from all of our devoted fans. Yeah. So there's no pressure. Hey, if you aren't in a situation where you can do that, no problem. But if you have the ability to, and you want to say thank you, then drop by. You can visit Jeff Kicks. Bezos. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff could probably help us. and Yeah, I bet he could. We might be able to help him. Hicksomeadhd.com uh, <laughs> slash join. And that is also the future place for some other exciting things that we will be announcing as we go. But I also want to mention, Dana, that the ADHD Success Club is something that people need to know about. And it's going to be taking a break. Yeah. But also when it fires back up, it will be excellent as it always yeah is. and we're gonna so. have um special goodies for podcast listeners when the success club starts to revamp again but right now if you're interested in the success club we do have a waiting list oh. and uh, you can get on there so you'll get emails when we start to open up again 
cool. So visit DanaRayburn.com and look for the ADHD Success Club there. Get yourself on the waiting list. Even if you're not sure you want to do it, get on the waiting list Yeah. because you don't want to lose your place in line. And also you'll get some excellent stuff from Dana in your yeah. email and inbox, which is good. Yes. Yes. Yeah, good All right, everybody, go out there and look at your ADHD symptom triggers. What is your next step you're going to take with this? I don't want you just to listen to this and click on to the next podcast. Take a moment and think about it. How are you going to make your ADHD easier to live with? How are you going to kick your ADHD from what we've talked about today? So go out there and make it happen and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Yay! We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.